10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Away With Words, the podcast. It's your girl, Brie Stories. And it's A Tati. And MJM Kid. Yes. <laughs> and I have a stomach ache, is what I was going to say. I don't know why. I hate that. Anyway. I'm sorry. It's Okay. Welcome back to this episode. Um, we didn't have an episode last week, so we hope you missed us. And mm. we're looking forward to having this conversation today about projecting the male gaze. So fun, right? Yeah, that's Super fun. exciting. Um, but before we do that, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Since we haven't done it in a while, please make sure that you are subscribed wherever, wherever you are engaging in this. And if you want to take it above and Beyonce, if you are a person who has both <laughs> the <laughs> Apple Podcast <laughs> app that just comes with your Apple phone and you happen to have Spotify, maybe subscribe both places. Maybe also subscribe on YouTube. Do all the things. Make sure that you also sign up for the newsletter that we have on our website called yaymash.com because there's lots of fun stuff happening there. I try to do really well at sending you a newsletter a little check-in on Saturdays, a little something to get you um, grounded and in your body and out of the world that it's crazy. (coughs) What else? Um, Yep, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much. Tati. (laughs) (laughs) She's not here today. She's not here. Tati, do you have an icebreaker for us? Or no. (laughs) She's talking about her. Gotta find our icebreakers. Okay. What was your least favorite food as a child? Mm. And do you still hate it? Got it. That's difficult because I am um, a very not picky eater. And I think that I was that way as a child as well. I don't remember, like, not liking foods. I think the only food that I don't like, damn, I know this. I don't know. Hmm. I love everything. I know, but I know that there's something, but I can't think of what that thing is. I don't like peas. Oh yeah. Hmm. But I don't think I don't think they fed me a lot of peas when I was a kid. So I don't know if I found that out then. Mm. Come back to me. Okay. Um, Jan. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Unpopular opinion. Uh Bacon. Oh, you didn't like like it as a child. Mm. What wow. didn't you like about it? The smell. Oh, wow. Oh. That's the best part. Mm. Ugh, I could not stand it. I really feel like I had to throw up every time I smell bacon in the morning. And do you hate it still as an adult? Um, I've dabbled in I dabbled into it more. Yeah. But mm. um I don't still need bacon though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Tox? Um so many things <laughs> I feel like I do, didn't mess with as a child. I didn't like greens when oh, I was wow. a child. Wow. And now I do. Yes. So that changed oh, as good. I got older. I did not like beets as a child. Oh, I love beets. And I still don't. Oh, damn it. <laughs> still not do you have, have you ever had them pickled? That's the best way to eat a beet if you ask me. No. I have not. <laughs> um, Fermented. I'm not a fan of pickled things other than pickles themselves. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, not even garlic? It's delicious. No, pickled not even garlic. garlic. Pickled garlic? That's <laughs> no. like one of my favorite snacks. I've never even had it. I've never so had it. Oh, I have to add cake because I still don't like cake. Oh, oh, you don't like cake. That's crazy. Yeah, I really can't think of anything. But you be liking some cake. Sometimes taste. when you get a good cake, you be like, that cake was good. Yeah, I guess like, that's true. But yeah. I still don't be so excited. seek it out. We'd <laughs> right. be so excited to give you cake. <laughs> We'd be like, Michael, you got to try the cake. <laughs> like, it'd be such a moment. <laughs> I love that. 
Yeah, I can't think of anything. anything. No, I love all the foods. Did you like milk when you were a child? Oh, I hated milk. You're right. I still don't like milk, though. Not cow's milk. I don't like, I mean, I would never just drink milk, like whether it's almond or oat or no. But I didn't even eat cereal when I was a kid. So you're right. I didn't eat cereal when I was a kid because I hated milk so much. Um, But now I love cereal since I discovered almond milk. Mm -hmm. Um, That was like not that long ago. That was literally like maybe like six or seven years ago. And I love cereal. Do you get, um, what kind of almond milk do you get? Do you get like unsweetened? Hell no. I get sweet. I get regular vanilla almond milk. Oh. And that's why cereal is so delicious because I'm already, I'm not eating like Raisin Bran. I'm literally, I'm eating like the candy stuff. I'm eating like Lucky Charms mm. or like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So mm. it's literally, it's like ice cream. Love it. It's delicious. I love it. Oh, but I get unsweetened vanilla. I, I get that. But I'm not that type know, of bitch. Because you friend of the show was the first one that put me on to almond milk. Dana Roscon. Yes, who you all will be, will be seeing next yeah, week. And she, and when I was first buying some, she told me to get unsweetened vanilla. She's like, she you did. don't need the, sh- the sweetened vanilla. That's just too much. And Sounds I was like, like okay. Disagreed. And I've never, <laughs> and I've been riding with unsweetened vanilla ever since. No. Even yes. though I will say about milk, I love chocolate milk. I love chocolate milk. I do yeah. love a chocolate milk. Man. Yeah. And I, I think that when I was a kid, you know, I mean, I f- why were they giving us milk at lunch? Gross. Disgusting. Yeah. The fact that that was an option at lunch is... I never drank it. That's disgusting. I, I have milk. That's so gross. Like, that's well, like white, white families on TV when they'll be having dinner and they'll give their kids, like, a glass of milk with they didn't. That's disgusting. And we was having, like, pizza. Oh, my God. Like, why? Oh, I'm disgusting. not grossed out by the idea. Oh, it makes me Like, I vomit. personally don't want it, but right. I'm not... Oh my god! I'm not like grossed out by the thought of somebody wanting a glass. I've never understood like why would you give us milk at lunch? (laughs) Like, but I would always like collect the chocolate milks and like save them for like dessert or like you know like another time like a snack. And um, love chocolate milk and and I didn't have chocolate milk. Fun fact: I didn't have chocolate milk since like elementary or junior high school maybe maybe high school maybe like a couple of times in high school and as an adult a few years ago um i worked for a restaurant brand and we were testing out this this like organic chocolate milk like for our kids menu in the office so we had so much of it and every day for like months every day Mm -hmm. at two o'clock i drank a chocolate milk and it was so good and it brought me so much joy chocolate milk is good almond chocolate milk is well, it's not milk, but almond. Yeah. Sorry. Almond chocolate milk is good as well. I would have to try it because, yeah, because that's one of those things. Like, as an adult, when I was a kid, the way that my mom used to shop, I thought I think that I thought that that's how I would shop, too. But I don't, I don't bring juice in my house. I don't bring pop in my house, like, ever. Like, unless I'm having people over and I'm buying, like, chasers, mm-hmm. I don't buy juice or pop ever. And so when I have a hankering for those things, I literally go and I get, like, a single, like, yeah. like a regular-sized bottle of it or whatever. But, like, that's how that's you one don't of have the no things, kids though. in your house, though. Truly. Because there's a lot of things that, like, I personally probably wouldn't even have in my house. But it's like, you have to. I mean, I guess you don't have to. You could be one of those parents it's just like, who girl, kids just never have fun things. You drink they kiwi never juice. Have sugar. You drink fresh-squeezed kiwi. Yeah, like, you could. You could <laughs> that there are definitely my kids those parents. <laughs> but I don't have the patience nor the time. I feel so that, for real. We stay with, like, some juice. And, like, she always has, like, her little snack. And, like, those are, like, fond memories of childhood. Yes. Like, snacking. 
So my mama used to be the mom. I mean, our house used to be decked out with snacks because my mom, especially like yeah. if they'll go to like Sam's Club, especially you know my favorite, one of my favorite like food in the house food memories is right before school started, my mama would go to, like, Sam's Club and get shit in bulk, like, Mm -hmm. for us to bring in our lunches or, like, stuff for us to, like, grab and go for breakfast. She used to buy this big, they used to have this huge assortment of muffins Mm -hmm. at Sam's. Shit like that, it's like, that's what a home is to me. (laughs) And now I live alone, so I'll be, like, going to the store with my healthy brain, and then I'll be at home, like, bitch, you don't have a cookie or nothing in here? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I said all that to say I would bring chocolate milk into my house. Um, but I, I think of that the same way I think of like popping juice. Like, no, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's check in really quick. I'll start. Okay. Physically, my tummy kind of hurts. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, I feel joy. There's a tinge of sadness there, but I feel joy overall. I'm thankful to be in the space that I'm in right now. Um, my attention is currently on. My attention is currently on heat. I'm ready to get into the 70s, the 80s, yeah, in the degrees. Taste of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to get outside. I really, I have high hopes for this summer. I think that we've all um, been through enough. You know, I am personally ready to put my faith in God and the vaccine that is flowing through my veins. I'm going outside, okay? Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to have a good time this summer. Um, I was just telling Michael, like, I, I need to fi- I need to get my finances in order because I want to buy clothes. Like I just want to be outside. I want to be a cute girl. I want to be a hussy and a hoochie, yeah. and that's what I want. And so that's what my attention is currently on. Spiritually, I am feeling um, extremely covered, extremely taken care of, and I'm thankful for that. I love that. So physically, I am finally feeling a bit rested. Love that for you. Um, yeah, like I have not been getting my sleep and stuff, but it's also like that thing of where when you're coming off of a long stretch of not getting rest, when you start getting rest, you're still sleepy. It's yeah. like you're, you're yeah. still tired because your body is just like, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like this doesn't make up for the past three weeks because you went to sleep one night. So <laughs> right. I'm like, but I do feel rested. So physically I feel rested, but then all the other things... The answer is tired. Word. Even spiritually? <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> that's, about on, that's honest. Mm-hmm. MJMK? Um, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, thanks. Physically, I'm feeling... Um, I was a little sluggish earlier, but that feeling is gone. Okay, period. Um, so, I'm, I'm, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just... What? I love that. Uh, emotionally... As a representation. Yeah. Blah. Emotionally, I am. Uh, um, I'm feeling joy in this moment in time. Love that. I was just gonna tell him that there's a stool there. If he yeah, he can sit anywhere he likes. There's a stool. He can sit anywhere he wants. <laughs> <laughs> we have a studio audience today. Um, <laughs> As attention is. Ajano Asia would say. Right. You can bring it. You don't have to be in that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Um. My attention is obviously on my friend walking. To <laughs> um, no, I am um, also thinking about the summertime. Come the on. The warm weather. Let's like, get it. Let's just, I want my legs out and stuff. Yes, legs. Um, and spiritually, I am guided. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. So today, um, 
So today's conversation, I uh, wrote a piece that you all will be able to see on yamash.com on this Wednesday. It is called Projecting the Male Gaze. And I was thinking about this because I was listening to a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, one, of my, one of the podcasts that are always in my rotation, and one of the hosts was telling a story about her being in the nail salon. And she said that she was sitting, getting her nails done, and there was a woman next to her getting her nails done. And she said that the woman was talking to her nail tech and told the nail tech that she wanted her nails like hers next to her. But she said literally, like, something like that, but more ladylike. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> like, how gross is that? That's so That's rude. very rude. Extremely rude. But more lady. You can think of another way to say it. That's wild, right? So, First of all, I don't even know what that would mean. What is necessarily. that? Necessarily. <laughs> literally, like. Especially I would have challenged that. Like, what does that nails? mean? You're getting like, your nails like, done. But you want what I have. Like, arguably the most feminine thing. Yeah, like, like how do you make what I have more lady? Like, you know, like. It's very rude. Yeah, that's strange. So I was listening to that, and, of course, I'm, my ears are like, ugh, gross. Like, that's so rude and weird. But then my, mm-hmm. my, my mind immediately went to, um, like, what does that mean? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I feel like ladylike specifically, I think that there are a lot of different ways, a lot of different code words that people use, whether it's modest or feminine or all of this other bullshit. But I think that ladylike as a concept has been something that personally I'm like, wow, I remember just like hearing that as like a really little girl, like being told to be more ladylike or don't do this because it's not ladylike or blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so it really got me to thinking. And the more I kind of, um, the more that I kind of like ruminated over it in my mind, I was just like, this is just another patriarchal thing. Uh-huh. Like nothing that we say is ever from the gaze of like, from one woman to another. It's not mm. like a woman decided, like, this is what it is to be a woman. Like, everything always, go, like, kind of ties back to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of just wanted to talk about that a little bit. And um, the first thing that I, that I wrote about was the idea of the male gaze. And so I have the definition. Well, in feminist theory, the male gaze is defined as the act of depicting women and the world in the visual arts and in literature from a masculine heterosexual perspective that presents and represents women as sexual objects for the pleasure of the heterosexual male viewer. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> like everything. And mm-hmm. I specifically wanted to talk about the ways that we project, like we keep them, that's the thing. It's like, that, that's the thing that's so sinister, sinister about the patriarchy is that we're all keeping it going. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't my daddy who ever told me, like, this is what's ladylike and this isn't. It was my mama and mm-hmm. her mama and her mama, you know, mm-hmm. telling us these things when it's like if we really got down to the root of it, it's like, do you really feel that way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is that, like, your natural response to that thing? So that's kind of just the premise of that. So first, that. So I wanted to ask you, um, did you grow up hearing and being told, like, what was and wasn't ladylike for you to do or – Yes. Yeah, what kind of things? For sure. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, like, well, for one, like, being a young girl, like, when you first start growing up, I feel like, for me, it started with how you dress and mm-hmm. then how you carry yourself. How, like, so if I have on a dress, yeah. you know, I'm, I can't sit with my legs wide open. Right. Or I can't, you know, I can't. You're I doing was cartwheels. Yeah, like, you know, you can't be showing your underwear right. and, like, you know, all that type of stuff. So I feel like it started it started there mm-hmm. with being, as a lady, 
you know, you have a dress on, you have your legs crossed. The concept of that is so stupid, too, because I am a kid. You could just not put me in a dress (laughs) and let me have a good time. I mean, I'm not totally, like, like, no to that. Like, I get, but I don't know if it has to do with, like, being a lady, like, Mm -hmm. or it has more to do with. Just have some decorum. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then it, and then the idea of it being like kids, like I don't know, like there's such a protective nature mm-hmm. around like kids, and when your parents literally aren't right by your side, mm-hmm. and then especially like if it's a little girl at like that, it's like. I need you to keep this dress down for a plethora of reasons. Yeah. Like, I need okay. you to not, you know, I need, like, you know, you're just constantly worried, mm-hmm. I feel like. So, but I'm even not, the origin of that is because of men. Yeah, but it's Literally. there. Regardless it's, of where yeah. the origin came from, the threat is there. Yes, still. Exactly. So, it's like as a parent, when you're giving your kids all these tools, these mm-hmm. are just tools that you're assuming are going to keep them as safe as possible, like, if I'm not literally standing right next to you. Right. Like, so. Right. Yeah, but that's, for me, it definitely started, I think, with the way women, like, dress and stuff, or how a young girl should dress, or yeah. how she should carry herself, like, when she's dressed that way. Or even with, um like, when it came to, like, burping and farting mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Even though my mom and, and dad were, you know, they were on my brother about it, too. Like, yeah. you know, say excuse me and all that type of stuff. But it was definitely way more of a... Um, you know, when, like... like how dare you? Yeah, you are or, girl. like... Yeah, like, if a group of little girls are all in a circle talking and laughing and then somebody burps or fart, you're like, you disgusting pig. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the absolute nerve of you. Yeah. Like, what were you thinking? Did your mother not teach you right. how to act in public? Yeah. But if a group of little boys fart, Nobody like, thinks <laughs> that their parents... They crack up, right. which men still do. To this day. Like, yeah. they get older, Ugh. and they still crack up about bodily functions. Michael hates that. And I it's, hate it. it annoys me so it's much disgusting. that they find it funny. Yeah. I like, know, it makes right? me so mad. Like, I just be like, not even, like, I just. I like, just, letting loose and laughing about it. I'm like, what's wrong It's like, with the you? laugh is what makes it more irritating. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. That was just, enjoyable to you. Yeah, you're you're having fun. Yeah, you just pass gas, it's like, whatever. We say excuse me, and we just keep it moving. Right. But the, the crack up, or like, you notice that somebody trying not to laugh, like, whoop. so annoying so so annoying but yeah right but Mm -hmm. yes okay so one of the things so obviously i heard this as a little girl too i as some of you all know i have um deep deep repression lots of things i just don't remember but one of the things that always stands out to me and i wrote about this too my mom told me my mother is um the oldest of three kids and her two siblings are boys right mm-hmm. and i come from like just generally a very loud family like everybody's loud <laughs> like everybody talks loud um people who aren't like that will come into my house and be like Mm-hmm. Like what's going on but it's like no harm like we we're, we're just loud people and my mama told me that when she was growing up like she had these two little brothers they unruly as fuck loud and you know playing around and stuff but all constantly my grandmother had this thing where she would she would look at my mom if she got loud and she would be like mm. as a way of telling her like be quiet right and it's like my mama tells me that story and she doesn't feel any way about it but i'm like that disgusts me. Like, yeah. that is so, like, and I, of course, I, my grandmother is the sweetest, most loving, caring, accepting person on earth. And I know that it didn't come from a space of her really feeling that way. But it's like, we have so many programs 
and we don't even notice like how harmful they are. Like you literally are telling me because I am a girl, my my brothers can do whatever they want. They can be loud, and like that's just expected. But like mm-hmm. if I get loud, like I literally am told to be quiet. It's yeah. like it yeah. makes my blood boil. So like stuff like that, and like it's not ladylike to be loud. It's not ladylike to um you know be rough like the way that little boys play. Like oh boys want to jump off the fucking couch and stuff like that, but and, and they'll probably get away with it a few times. <laughs> like, you see the little boys doing it, and it's just like, girl, they, whatever. But the little girl put, get her ass up there, and it's like, you better get your ass. Now, you know better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> like, we're now, all I kids. say that to my daughter, but I'll be like, now, you know goddamn well you're going to get hurt. Because she, <laughs> she'll be trying to, trying to follow the crowd. Like, yeah, we're jumping off the dresser. <laughs> and I... I'd be looking at her like, you don't You're, you're going to be the main one ankle. crying. You're going to break your ankle. You're not smooth. You're not I, don't, smooth. I don't think you're that athletic right now. <laughs> like, not you are smooth. not. She's not going to stick that landing gracefully. Like, so that's why I'd be looking at her like, I will watch all the little boys go run and do something new. When I get to her, I will be like, sit your ass. Because <laughs> yeah. I know you're going to break a bone. But you're not saying, no, no. To, but you're not saying to her, no, you're not yeah. being a lady. You yeah, know? no. Because I, I would do that, that to any if it was a little if she was a little boy I would yeah. say the same thing like no like you do to little boys like my younger nephew um when he was still like I mean he's obviously he's always going to be the youngest but yes. when he was still like little baby it, you know I had to stop him from doing stuff too because it's like you're you just see your brother small. yeah you see yeah, your brother like, doing you stuff you can't do like, everything can't. like and it just has to do with like your abilities you have to know your limits in life yes <laughs> really and that's don't. what I'm saying there's nothing and that and that's also very that's an individualized mm-hmm. conversation you're not like b- making this blanket statement of like this is what it's like to be a lady and you're not doing that you right. know so I think that it's really important that we become more aware of stuff like that because not only do we do it to our children, we do it to each other. Yeah. And that was the thing that it was just like, oh, my God. Like, how many times have I, like, like what I deem as unattractive mm-hmm. in a woman? It's like, is that really my thoughts or is this just what a bunch of niggas told me isn't cute? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like stuff that I've tried to avoid it because I want to make sure. Oh, another thing that I wrote about in there was, like, I used to be so – I used to take so much pride in being, like, the anti-girl. Like, I don't care about having my hair done and like, I don't need to be dressed and like, I like, Mm -hmm. and feeling like it was a, like it was some sort of badge of honor that niggas still liked me. And I didn't do as much as the other girls. Like I'm not getting up all early and getting all dressed up to fucking go to high school. (laughs) Like I'm not putting on heels on my fucking birthday. Like shit like that. Walking around them halls. <laughs> like, I still say that now. I, but like, wow. I'm not putting no heels on but my like, birthday. But when <laughs> I really, when I thought about that stuff, though, I really thought to myself, like, that was never coming from a space of, like, me genuinely being disinterested in those things. I yeah. was still using that as, like, that was my shtick. Like, that's how I get niggas' attention. By telling mm. niggas, like, yeah, I'm not, like, <laughs> I'm not like a regular girl. I'm a cool, cool girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I play video games, too. I play GTA all day. Not too. And it's just, like. Like, this is so stupid. Like, and it's still coming from a place of trying to appease to the male gaze, trying yeah, to sure. be more appealing. In, um, and it's it's very anti-woman when you think about it. You know what I'm saying? To mm-hmm. ma- try to make yourself to be, like, the best out of the lot of women who are seemingly doing something that you feel like you're against. I like makeup, you know? Like, I like mm-hmm. heels. I like being cute and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't do that shit every day. But, like, <laughs> I was getting to a point where I was really, like – 
I had to tell myself, like, girl, you fight, you fighting these demons inside you, and the demon just wants you to put on some clothes, bitch. <laughs> like, what about fighting these demons like, inside you? I'm just like, I'm gonna go on this date and I'm gonna wear sweats. <laughs> like, <laughs> you better like, like it. Like to prove a point. It's just like, girl, be who, be who you want to be. I feel like women, unfortunately, because. The world is such a male-dominated, yeah. you know, world and society, and all these views came from men. It's like not only are we following these certain rules and ideas because it was told to us a long time ago mm-hmm. by a nigga, but it's like we're also so fearful of men that it's like you will follow these rules and stuff just out of fear, just mm-hmm. out of you know necessity and protection. Because I was thinking about when you were saying like in the um, in the concept of siblings, mm-hmm. you know. My br- what my brother's curfew and rules looked like oh, yeah. versus what my curfew and rules looked like growing up. And and who was the good kid between the two of us? Exactly. Obviously me. Right. Exactly. Obviously me. So who was the one that was least likely to even get into some shit or get into trouble was me. And, like, my parents knew all my friends. I didn't grow up with all of my friends, so they knew that none of my friends were into, like, nothing yeah, crazy exactly. either. But my rules were always going to look different yes. out of the fear. They had more of a fear for my life. It right. was always just more of a fear for my safety. And it's like, whereas I may trust you and I trust your judgment, I can't trust the world. Right. Yeah, and exactly. since women, you know, we're just scientifically, for whatever reason, made to be not as strong, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. as men, it's like I can put a little more faith that he may be able to fight something off, mm-hmm. you know, if something happens. But it's like women don't have that. So I feel like that's where a lot of that, um, as much as I hate it, because I was Absolutely. just talking to one of my friends about the slut walk mm-hmm. uh, and stuff. And as much as I hate that the concepts of when men, like when women would be getting raped and then it was always that, like, well, what were you wearing? Or right. how do you look? Or like, how are you carrying stuff? It was like, as much as like, I hate all of that stuff, when you're raising your kids and stuff, you got to put that yeah. in their ear because it, it's like, niggas are crazy. Right. Men are crazy and men are disgusting. Right. And you just never know. Yeah. Like, you just really never fucking know. And it's like, and if, and if the only thing that you can think of is your best defense, to these crazy people is being like, make sure your skirt is fingertip length, mm-hmm. you know. But that's the thing. That's the issue is that that's not our best defense. Like, we've yeah. been proven time. And I think that that's the reason why things like the slut walk exist, existed was because it wasn't, it's never in a million years ever just been the woman who was least dressed than everyone else or just the woman who was the most promiscuous. These niggas will do that to literally anybody. And that's why it's, like, frustrating when women kind of buy into this modesty thing, because I've been seeing a lot of, there's like a whole segment of TikTok that's been talked about on Twitter for the past week of these women coming up, like modern modest women. And like um, one woman did a, a TikTok of like how I used to dress before I knew my worth and then how she dresses now. And it's just like, <laughs> what? your dresses down to your knees and you want us to think that you, like you're still tying your worth to clothes. You're still thinking that, like, you're less worthy because of something that you had on as opposed to the fucking contents of your brain, which seems to be lacking. And I feel like, but the, I feel like that's fine if that's your personal, if that is, like, your personal journey and the way that you, you know, express yourself and that's how you feel. If you do feel like your worth is tied to, like, because I feel this strongly about my body, I don't want to show it. I feel like 
That's fine. I feel like the issue is when people try to project however they feel onto everybody else. Right. Like, since I feel that way, like, You bitches are sluts. Yeah, I was like, that's the problem. Like, once again, we say this on on here all the time. If you're just minding your business, it really doesn't matter what you think or what you believe in or how you carry yourself because it's supposed to only be about you. It's not supposed to be about anybody else. Yeah, and the, um, the... TikTok trend uh, with that song was like, I don't even got to walk in with my two loud. And the girls be shaking their ass. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've seen it. So, love uh-huh. that trend. One thing I love is to see women shake their ass. So, like, right. when the women who are going up there and, like, instead of, So, some of them are, like, funny. Like, mm-hmm. some people are being genuinely funny. And it's like, well, that's funny. Like, you got out of shaking your ass because you did something that was <laughs> quality. It's, like, yeah. funny. Like, like the girl in the wheelchair. Like, it was, like, close up on her, and then she backed up, and she was in a wheelchair. Like, right. that was hilarious. Right. But the women who are, like, pulling out their degrees or, or like, a Bible, and, like, girl, mm. okay. Like, there's a trend for that, too, girl, yeah, and this wasn't it. And it's right. just, like, it comes from a space of trying to prove that, like, oh, I'm not that kind of woman. I don't have to do that. Ass. But it's, like, right. you want you to, down, and it's okay, because yeah. sometimes we all want to, and sometimes we don't. Like, you know, exactly. like, it's, it's fine, and I think that it, there needs to be a space for, like, this, like, whole modesty thing is, like, there are elements of being a modest woman that all women have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are elements of being a promiscuous woman that all women have. There are elements of all of these different sections of what it is to be a woman. And I just think I get so irritated with fellow women when their language seems to mimic what men say. What men tell us is it makes you worthy if you're a woman. Oh, you got to – you, 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 how are you trying to be a wife and you don't cook or you don't clean or, or – it's getting worse and worse. These niggas are losing their fucking marbles. Yeah, like I heard a nigga them. on a podcast say that um, he doesn't want a, a bitch with too many degrees. What? What can I give you if you got all them degrees and you got a? What are you talking about? He's intimidated. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like it's shit like that. It's like, That's but usually it's like, what it is. But like we've for centuries though, it's been yeah. the men who have been telling us what it is to be worthy. So imagine somebody right. taking that in. Right. Imagine a young girl being like, "Oh, like it's bad to be smart. Oh, it's bad for me to be ambitious. To be too smart. Yeah, like it's bad for me to like. I have to always dim." Whatever thing makes me special and cool. It's bad for women to be for too much anything. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's, it's, if Baby. you're, they always say, we, we can't be too modest. Yeah. But you can't be too Yeah, because you still need to suck my dick when I get smart. home. You can't yeah. be too dumb. You can't be, we can't be too much of anything. It's yeah. expected that we're to always going to fall <laughs> right in the sweet spot, right in the, like, this is perfect. And if you fall, like, anywhere else on those lines, like, it's just open fire for anybody to talk shit about Literally. You. But it's, like, and, and that's, that's the thing. And Especially we, in And we've world. seen time and time again. And that's why it's important. I think that... I think that it's important that us as women, especially single women like me, that we are t- taken into account. We have to be very... <laughs> diligent about the fact that we have to individualize these men because we cannot take the, the, that type of thought and we cannot address it to every, we can't apply it to everybody because that would just make us all miserable. <laughs> we would just be like, well, guys, guess I'm just going to crawl in my pine box now. I guess we're just going to settle into dying alone because there's no other fucking options out here if this is how niggas think. But not all niggas think that way. And that's mm-hmm. why it's important that we focus on what we're attracting because I don't attract niggas like One thing I can say, now I've attracted some some questionable fellas, but they don't be saying no shit like that. <laughs> like, they don't be thinking, you know, like they have a respect and an honor for women where they are, are inspired by women who 
are fucking smart and do things for themselves and things like that. You know, like those are the types yeah. of men that we want around us. But either way, it's just like all like and no matter how you slice it, it's like we've been so conditioned to follow this um follow the, these modes, these made up ass modes. Niggas don't even know what they want. They mm-hmm. just regurgitating some other niggas thoughts and ideas, whether it's their daddies or their grandparents or their friends. They don't even be knowing what the fuck they want. So you letting a nigga who don't know shit tell you that the ideal woman is this 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 and this and you go off and doing shit that you're not even interested in. Girl, please. Stop. Yeah, for real. And us as women, we have to stop that shit too. Like if you're interested in a real genuine way in being whatever it means to be fucking modest or conservative, you don't have to talk about that. You can just do that. (laughs) You can just put your clothes on. You can just go to the spots that you go to. You can just not drink. You can just not shake your ass. And that's fine. (laughs) But, like, to be like, so I don't have to be the type of bitch who that's, 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 that's an ass. And it's just like, but one day you will have to. It's the reverse of being being a bitch that's, like, (laughs) that you were talking about before. Yeah. Like, I don't wear makeup and I don't got to wear heels. I don't got to do my hair. And I'm still, you know, this, this, and this. And either way you slice it, it's anti-woman. So it's like, just Mm -hmm. be who you are. Be who makes you feel your best. And let that be it. And don't judge other women. That's really the whole whole objective of this whole conversation is we, as women, because men are going to do it regardless. I mean, I think that it is human nature to have thoughts. For sure. Or to have opinions or to see something. For sure. And then you be like, ugh, that's not cute. You know, right. or something like that. Like, I feel like it's, it's natural to have those quick snapshots of, of emotions and thoughts about things. But that's where it's supposed to It is never to necessary end. to voice Like, it that. doesn't because ultimately it doesn't matter. Like, you yeah. don't know that person. Like, it really it really doesn't matter. But yeah. like most um, men do in this, in this world... They believe their thoughts and opinions to be oh. to be gold, to be Bible, to be, Absolutely. you know, set in stone. And so it's like, I will fight to the death mm-hmm. until you all <laughs> believe. Submit to what <laughs> right, I am saying to you. Until you all believe what I believe. You know, and that, and so, yeah, and then women, you know, growing up in that same, like, society and culture, it's only natural that so many women fell in line with it, especially okay, when you yeah. were coming from a time period where that could have meant your survival. Exactly. Or it could have meant you being exactly. executed. Absolutely. You know, you're gonna. Bitches you know, couldn't show their ankles. Yeah, like, you gonna fall in line at some point and be, like, talking to your kids, like, look, bitch, these niggas will kill you. They will fucking kill <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, they will Just chop like they you. Did some of they our will ancestors. rape you and then chop your fucking head off. So you better keep all your clothes on. Yes. Act like a lady, <clears throat> like the lady they told us to act like. So I was like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But, yeah. like, with all things, you know, but I our generation and the yes. generations coming after us yes. have to put that extra work in to change the narrative. To That's make sure just, that we're thriving and yeah. not just surviving. Because all of that stuff is coming from a space of survival. So in that same vein, I completely, I love and respect my mother and her mother and so on and so forth because they were only passing down what was taught to them. So I'm yeah. thankful to be in a space where I can have discourse like this with like-minded people who are not, nobody in here is being like, no, a bitch should really keep her clothes on. Like, you know, like we yeah. all agree that women should be able to make choices for herself and do whatever the fuck she wants to do and she should be safe and she's still worthy of love and care regardless of the decisions that she makes as long as she's not harming anybody else you know so that's Mm -hmm. the whole that's and i'm glad that i am of that mind because i know that it could have been any little programming in my childhood or anywhere else that would have had me the same way as everybody else thinking like no this is what it means to be an ideal woman and we have to follow this mode and we have to do this and we have to do that. So on the flip side of that though, I do know about myself that 
I also have to work on the narrative that I kind of push on men as well about mm-hmm. like what it means to be a man and for me to perceive oh for sure you for sure as a man. We and can talk about that in April because that's actually a really that's like a yeah. topic in, its, in itself. Because there are things the same way that we've been taught, like what's ladylike, what we've been taught is it's what manly. means a man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know that there are times when I if I come across somebody that may not have. Those typical qualities that I always thought made a man, like I was like, oh, that ain't my type of nigga. Like, <laughs> like, that's a I very keep, good point. And I keep moving point. around. So it's like when you start trying to reshape one side of the coin, it's like you have to do you have to do the work yes. to do the whole thing. And I know that I have it a really starts it really starts and ends with minding your business though for mm-hmm. real, like really minding the business that pays you and minding the business that serves you. And we already got people in our lives. Some of us already got niggas and stuff like that. So we don't got to judge other niggas. We don't have to you know, or we can just. Instead of being like, oh, that's not the type of man that I want, let what you see that you don't like just affirm what you do want and what you are mm-hmm. trying to attract. Because preferences are fine. Are fine. Yeah. And everybody has them. And for whatever reason, this is making me think of, um, not talk about this man because he was very annoying, but oh, old yeah. dude from Love is yeah. Blind. Oh, never mind. I thought you were about to say mm-hmm. something else. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. Old dude Which from one? Love is Blind. Shake? Yeah. Oh. Ew, what a yeah. loser. <laughs> but... It wasn't, I felt like it needed to be kind of clear that it, like, it wasn't about the fact that you're not attracted to the girl. You know, it's like everybody's allowed to have a preference. I feel like it's just the way, you know, he carried mm, himself mm, and the mm. way he went about it and the way he was talking and how we apparently only got a watered-down version of whatever it was that he was saying. And Which is crazy. Yeah, was saying and doing way more. Like, you can still be respectful and a good human being and just be like, oh, like, I'm just not attracted to you. Like, can I just add to that? And we're going to wrap this up because I'm not going to go on a tangent because I've been mm-hmm. hot about this ever since yeah. I saw that shit. But we already addressed, he already addressed that, though. He was on the wrong show. He wasn't really looking for love, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the concept of going into a show where you will be married to someone, mm-hmm. that should have been an upfront conversation. Yeah. He should have literally said to her, you are not usually my physical type, so, like, let's figure out, like, let's work together on, like, what that looks like, whether we are a match for each other, whether we're going to try to get past this. The fact that, the fact that he told us and everybody else in the fucking pods how much of a fucking, how much it seems like he's with his aunt way before he ever said anything to her. And it's like, I wasn't giving him no fucking credit at the damn near end of the season when he finally sat her down and said, like, right. yeah, so, you know, I'm not feeling that intensity, da-da-da-da-da. Fuck you. You done already told all these people that she was... You you done already dogged this bitch to everybody. And y'all supposed to be best friends. And you're, be, you're y'all best Y'all supposed to be the friend. best of friends. And that's, yeah, that's all he terrible. kept reiterating was, like, I love her. She's the best friend I've ever had. I just don't feel it. Sucks so I was like, why aren't you talking shape. to your best friend? Why aren't you telling her? Because it could have been nipped in the bud from the beginning. It really could have. It yeah. really could like, have if you would have just been to, kept it a bean. Like you said, I keep it real. I keep it real. I say what everyone's afraid to say. No, you don't, no, you bitch. Don't. You say what you say what gets you the most attention at the time. Exactly. And it wasn't going to be to your benefit to tell her up front that you wasn't attracted to her because that would have changed how she treated you. Or you were afraid that, that would have changed how she treated you. Exactly. But you, yeah. but you felt like that gave you a little edge with everybody else. Let me tell all these men that I'm not attracted to my wife. Let me tell everyone Everyone else, boy. Anyway, yeah, don't yeah. go down that road because you. Because I get hot. That's why I was like, I was like, I don't want to say it, 
I know. I appreciate that. But yeah. So anyway, um, I, I want to make sure that we cap this off with with the real point and objective, which is. As we are closing out um, International Women's Month, make sure that you are just being your type of woman. Focus on that. You know, don't judge women. Um, don't be harmful. Now, if you have some loving feedback for someone who you have the space and access to give that to, not some unsolicited advice to someone online that you don't know in real life. Right. Nobody asks you to get under nobody's comments and tell her that her shoes don't match or that her toes need to be a different color. Nobody asks you to do those things. But if you have friends and family members and other women in your life that you have loving critique for, things like that, use that opportunity to to help better your fellow sister. But other than that, love yourself and send love to everybody else by minding your business. And that's what I think all women need to be doing to all people, but especially to each other. That's the grace that we yeah. should extend to each other is to trust each other, that we are making the best decisions for whoever, whatever type of woman I am. Amen. So mind yours. So, yeah. <laughs> With all that being said and done, um, I really appreciate y'all listening and watching. Please continue to do Do you have any parting words before I do this? Nope. Y'all good? Perfect. Um, <laughs> happy Women's Month. We love y'all so happy much. Please Women's continue month. to do all the things that you've always done. Continue to follow us on all the places that we can be followed. You can follow us at Away With Words, the podcast on Instagram. You can follow <laughs> me there at Bree.Stories and at Bree underscore stories on TwitTwat. And you can follow at Tati on Instagram and at Tati on TwitTwat. And you also need to be following at MJMKid as well as at Moments underscore Stu because you just should. Okay? We'll love you so much and we'll see you in April. Everybody say bye. Bye. bye.